Hello, and welcome to Northeast Christian Church's online service. We're so excited to have you with us. Make sure to subscribe to NECC on all social media platforms. And to listen to our messages, follow us on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Thank you and enjoy the service. God bless you. I hand you over to my friend, our speaker today, Oriana Whalen. God bless you. Praise the Lord. So happy to be here to celebrate with all the mamas here today. Listen, us moms know there is so many things that we have to do. We have so many balls that we keep spinning. Everything's in our mind while we're doing everything with our hands, with kids around our hips and legs. Uh, we're busing them everywhere. We are, you know, unpa- we are unpaid professional Uber drivers, right? <laughs> we are professional. We get them everywhere. But I want to show you a video that came out years ago. Many of you, just a little clip, um, have seen it, but it, sell- it says it like it is for moms, like a day for mom. So we're going to play that for you. What I have done is I have uh, figured out what a mom would say in a 24-hour period, and I have condensed it to two minutes and 55 seconds. (laughs) So strap on your seatbelt, here we go. Get up now, get up now, get up out of bed. Wash your face, brush your teeth, comb your sleepy head. Here's your clothes and your shoes. Hear the words I said. Get up now, get up and make your bed. Are you hot? Are you cold? Are you wearing that? Where's your books and your lunch and your homework at? Grab your coat and your gloves and your scarf and hat. Don't forget, you gotta feed the cat. Eat your breakfast, the experts tell us it's the most important meal of all. Take your vitamins so you will grow up one day to be big and tall. shovel she's lovely but hurry the bus is here be careful come back here did you wash behind your ears play outside don't play rough would you just play fair be polite make a friend don't forget to share work it out wait your turn never take a dare get along don't make me come down there clean your room fold your clothes put your stuff away make your bed do it now do we have all day were you born in a barn would you like some hey can you even hear a word i say get off the phone don't sit so close turn it down no texting at the table no your iPods, my iPod, if you don't listen up. Where are you going and with whom and what time do you think you're coming home? Saying thank you, please excuse me, makes you welcome everywhere you run. You'll appreciate my wisdom someday when you're older and you're grown. Can't wait till you have a couple little children of your own. You'll thank me for the counsel I gave you so willingly. But right now, I'd thank you not to roll your eyes at me. Close your mouth when you chew. We'd appreciate Take a bite, maybe two of the stuff you hate. Use your fork, do not burp, or I'll set you straight. Eat the food I put up on your plate. Get an egg in the door. Don't be smart with me. Get a grip. Get in here. I'll count two, three. Get a job. Get a life. Get a PhD. Get a dose. I don't care. You started. You're grounded until you're Get your story straight and tell the truth for once, for heaven's sake. And if all your friends jumped off a cliff, would you jump too? If I've said it once, I've said at least a thousand times before that you're too old to act this way. It must be your father's DNA. Look at me when I am talking. Stand up straighter when you walk up the for everything and everything. 
must be in place. Stop crying or I'll give you something real to cry about. Oh! Watch your teeth, wash your face, get your PJs on, get in bed, get a hug, say your prayer with mom. Don't forget, I love you. And tomorrow we will do this all again because the moms were never easy. You don't need the reason why. Because, 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 because. I said so, I said so, I said so, I said so. I'm the mom, the mom, the mom, the mom. Now, this um, comedian, when she was doing this song, she actually went through what she says to each one of her children in a day. So that is what she was aiming for. And isn't it amazing? Moms know it's a lot. It is a lot. You know, I want to point your attention to my help wanted that I posted on my Facebook page for a mother. I want you to notice it pays fabulously. You will be rich pulling in the money. Bear with me while I just get myself set up here. So, did you read the help wanted sign? Help wanted, full-time mother, zero pay per hour, must be able to work 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year for 18 years, 18 plus years. This is non-negotiable. Occasional breaks, you know how that occasional may mean none, or a day off, but must be available on standby and willing to return to mothering the very second contacted. No experience required. Can you believe that? No experience was necessary for this rich paying job. There is on the job training that will be provided and other duties are as follows. So I thought I'd have some fun and tell you some of the responses that we got from my friends and family. Some of them really cracked me up. And so we'll go to the next slide. My response was 5,000 loads of laundry a day. And I have a friend, she said, have a reliable vehicle that can transport to and from different locations, good driving record, and drive above the speed limit. You gotta get there. My friend Didi said, keep the house clean at all times and pick up everyone's messes. So forgive, I just copied and pasted. So if there's any typos, I just wanna say, Forgive me, I just, I didn't spell check, I just went with it. While working 32 plus hours a week outside of the home. Audrey said, must love doing dishes and having zero peace and quiet. Stephanie said, willing to aid as a nurse, physically, mentally, emotionally, as needed. Kaylin said, must always have ideas for meals, I love this, must be willing to eat toddler's leftovers, <laughs> otherwise she may starve on certain days. I almost spit my coffee out on that one when I read it. 
Peyton said, Peyton gave like all of it. Director of facilities, logistics manager, chef, EMT, chief of medicine, entertainment supervisor, procurement and disposal manager, finance director, and handyman. This one also had tears coming out. Katie said, must be proficient in talking to yourself when you need help with anything that has to do with housework as the walls, kids, nor the husband answer back. Amen, right? Amen. That, that had, yeah, I had to wipe tears away from this one as well. Responsible for training and scheduling. Here we go. This is what I had tears over. Utilize hostile negotiation <laughs> tactics right? Must arrange travel for all employees, proficient in accounts payable, stock shelves, keep inventory. And our very own Faye here said, she was practical, I would have my kids do their own laundry. <laughs> right? Right on Faye. Joan said, some late nights and very early morning calls. And lastly, Roberta said, and I thought I would end, her post was kind of way high, but I pulled it here to the end, must be able to orchestrate, organize, administrate, divide, referee, console, discipline, and here we go, mamas, repent, forgive, and love at the same time through it all. Moms have to do this. And I want to say to you, happy Mother's Day. You know, I'm emotional about it because some mothers are here today and you haven't re received the respect you deserve, the love that you deserve. You're missing your mom. Things didn't work out quite as well for you to be a mother. Some of you, if you will admit it, are struggling with mothering. Some of you are fighting through anxiety and depression and trying to love and care for your kids, for your teenagers, for your adult children, carrying their needs and burdens while trying to manage your own. So happy Mother's Day. It is so special that you are here today. It is so special, the work and the call of God that he has for your life. Mothering, being a mother, being a mom is not just the word, it is a calling. Some of you are mothering children that are not yours. There's been people, some others who haven't stepped up, so grandma has had to step in, auntie has had to step in, friends have had to step in. So there are many types of mothers here. It doesn't always have to be by natural birth. So today, turn with me to Ephesians 3, 16 through 21. I'm reading in the Amplified uh, because it breaks it down. So, sometimes, you know, I like the way it reads. Okay, moms, may he grant you out of the riches of his glory, to be strengthened and spiritually energized with the power through his Holy Spirit in your inner self, indwelling your innermost being and personality, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through your faith, and you, and may you, having been deeply rooted and securely grounded in love, be fully capable of comprehending 
with all the saints, which is God's people, the width and the length and the height and the depth of his love, fully experiencing that amazing love. And that you may come to know practically, I'm at verse 19, through personal experience, the love of Christ, which far surpasses mere knowledge without experience, that you may be filled up, filled up throughout your being to all the fullness of God, so that you may have the richest experience of God's presence in your lives, completely filled and flooded with God himself. Verse 20 and 21, now to him who is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly more than all that we dare ask or think infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes, or dreams, according to his power, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. So be it. Okay. Give me a moment because, you know, the age that I am now, not everything is able to, uh, easy to see on every screen. So, hence this whole thing going on up here. Oh, I got a message. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right? Now, I want to um, go, let's go back to verse um, 16. You know, when I read this, you know, may he grant you out of the riches of his glory. I was like, whoa, what does that look like? What are the riches of his glory? Is it a treasure chest? Does it glow? I have a very vivid imagination. I'm sorry. Is it a shelf in the heavens and God can reach up to that shelf from the riches of his glory and get what he needs to give to you, to you, mothers? So what is in the riches of his glory that he wants to give to you moms today? He wants to give you strength. So to be strengthened and spiritually energized with power through his spirit in your inner self. Wow, I just really need you to, to think about that. There's so many things that people can give you that could help you to be a better mother, advice, some wanted, a lot unwanted, um, a babysitter would be nice, but you know, when, when the babysitter goes home and when the advice that's being given to you doesn't kind of work for you and your family and you're tired, you need something supernatural to deal with the calling of being a mother on mother in your life, you know? And the Lord says that he wants you to be strengthened. He wants that, that the glory, the riches of his glory, strengthened and spiritually energized with power through his spirit in your inner self, indwelling your innermost being and personality. Personality. Some of you could really use 
a little personality upgrade that will come through the strength that's supernatural from the Lord. Because you're tired and your kids are seeing it. You're tired and they're hearing things that you are saying. You're tired and you're taking stuff out on them and others around you. But the Lord says, I want to give you, I want you to be strengthened. I want to give you that type of strength. It's such a gift that so deep, it changes things. It changes who you are regardless of what's happening on the outside. Why? So that Christ could dwell in your hearts through your faith. You know, and may you, having been deeply rooted and securely grounded in love, be fully capable of comprehending. You know, you want to understand with all the saints, the width, the length, the height, and depth of his love, fully experiencing that amazing love. You know, forgive me a little bit, I'm super sleep deprived, but we are fed all kinds of lies. Um, from the time that we are children, us women, we're fed all kinds of lies. We are really told that we can do it all. We can work. We can care for our children. We could do caretaking. Um, we need to do self-care. Uh, we need to care for our husbands. We still have to be a mother, a wife, a daughter, sister, cousin, grandmother, auntie, and friend. You know? It's a lot. I'm going to date myself here, but this is something I heard since I was a child and in the 70s. Who remembers the Anjali woman? Who remembers the perfume Anjali? Some of you might remember. Anjali was a perfume that was branded the 24-hour, wait, the 8-hour perfume for the 24-hour woman. The 8-hour perfume for the 24-hour woman. And when you put this perfume on, this is what you should be able to do. This was, I'm just going to read from their jingle, from their com commercial. It says, I can put the wash on the line, feed the kids, get dressed, pass out kisses, and get to work by five of nine, because I'm a woman, Anjali. I can bring home the bacon, fry it up in a pan, and never, never, never let you forget you're a man, because I'm a woman. Anjali. And then they, as, it as time went on, they tried to make it a little bit more spicy. So there's even a third verse. But this was in the 70s. And I used to go to school, go, I had to bring home the bacon, fry it up in a pan. That's how it was. Never, never, never. I didn't even know what I was saying. You know, think about it. It's the 24-hour woman, but you only get this additional help for eight hours to beat all of that. But it is a lie. We're immersed in TV, books, self-help, um, even, even motivational speakers. You could, they want you to find a deep within to make a change, to be better, to be better, to be better. Right? I'm ex it's exhausting just hearing. Like I, I know I want to be better. But once I get all my lists together, once I get all the doing and trying, then what? You need to be strengthened and spiritually energized in your soul, in yourself. Now, it does talk about knowing the, the breadth, the width, the depth, the length, the height, all of it. But I love the way the message 
says it. I call the message the Jude Bible because it just kind of lays it out there very plainly, you know. And in the message, it says um, for verse 18, and I ask, I ask that with that with both feet planted firmly on love, you'll be able to take with all the followers of Jesus the extravagant dimensions of Christ's love. Reach out and experience the breath. Test its length. Plumb the depths. Rise to the heights. Live full lives, full in the fullness of God. You know, when I I read it in the message and it talked about extravagant dimensions of Christ's love and that how he wants us to be able to comprehend it, that that's part of the supernatural charging that we get. I thought about a crystal when it catches the light and it fractures it in all these dimensions and it can fill a room with multifaceted rainbows. Just fill. And that's what the Lord wants to do he wants to fill you in all in extravagant dimensions of Christ's love. He wants the extravagance of his love for you to experience it, for you to be strengthened by it, for you to be supernaturally touched and changed by it, but also to understand what his love is. That you could go, you know, in the message it says, reach out and experience it. Moms, what are you reaching out for today? What experiences are you reaching for today? We go to the park, we take our kids places, we're running, we do things. Some of us, we have our adult children, they have their lives, and um, there's the grandchildren and the great-grands. And the Lord is saying, I want you to experience my love to a depth, Like, like reach out, Jump in, go as far right as you can, as far left as you can, and you're still not going to understand how much love I have for you. Go to the depths. You're never going to touch bottom. It doesn't end his love for you. It doesn't end. And so, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to go too long because I want to make sure we get that ice cream and I want some time for prayer for the moms. I want some ice cream. <laughs> so, just to be honest, you've got to have some ice cream. Okay. So why do you need to be um, all filled up to the fullness of God? Are you having the richest experience with the Lord? I would dare say some of you are, some of you mamas are, some of you aren't. You're just busy. Some of you are just blah. Some of you are just tired. Some of you are glad the kids are out the house. They're finally on their own. And yet you find that your body is shifting and shaping. You know, I was telling my husband this morning, I said, I remember when um, my daughter who's here was little. And, um, and my son was little. And he was on call with Fidelity. So sometimes he'd be sitting in the rocker glider trying to get someone back to sleep, get the baby back in you know, the bassinet. Then the toddler is escaping. And you got to get the toddler. And you get the toddler. And you got to rock that one back to sleep. You put that one to sleep. And you're like, oh, thank God. And you got to tiptoe back in the, in the bed because I didn't want to disturb my husband. And then the phone would ring because he was on call at night. 
and he'd have to get up and field the calls, but the ring would wake the kids. And I would sit back in the rocker glider and I would just weep. They were crying, I was crying, I'm tired, they're tired, my husband's tired and has to work, you know, and I'm just filled and flooded with tiredness and sorrow because I just want a good night's sleep. Some moms, right, you just want to be able to shave one leg and one arm, that's all we're asking for, and eat a piece of toast. That's it, right? But we don't always get that. And then you, you just need to, to know that there's a Lord that's sitting there with you when you're rocking the babies back to sleep, when the teenager is rolling their eyes at you and telling you how wrong you are doing it all, and they know how you should do it. Anybody ever had those conversations? They're, they're kind of fun, right? And, um, and then you have your adult children who you're so happy that they're out and they're experiencing life and, you know, you miss them now. But I went from not being able to sleep and sitting in the rocker crying and going, I can't wait. I can't wait until the day I can finally get some sleep to now. I'm 50, and last year I had to have a hysterectomy. And if anybody has had a hysterectomy, you know. It plunges you into menopause. And then here I am, I can't sleep. I thought then this would be a golden time to sleep so your body is ever changing. Uh, the mind is ever changing. The physical changes are a lot for women that we go through outside of the mothering. You need to experience the love of the Lord. You need to stop believing lies that you just need to do better. Make another list, fill out another list and do another thing to get it together. Check the list, check the calendar. I love me, I love me a calendar. I, have, I had one on my basement door. I had one on the refrigerator. I had the family, everybody had their own color, you know. Um, in my, you know, iPhone, in, in that calendar. And sometimes you fill up the calendar and you feel like so, like, ooh, I did it. Look, we got, we got good lives. We're going places and we do things. Other times you look at the calendar and you think, God, have mercy. Have mercy. When my daughter, um, she pulled, had a pull in her thumb, in the sheaf of her thumb, and we had one doctor put her in a cast for weeks. Turns out, we got a second opinion, turns out that wasn't it. But she had to do, get a shot right into the sheath of her thumb and it was so painful and she took it like a, a real champ. But physical therapy was next. Has anybody had to live the part-time unpaid job of being the Uber driver who takes someone to physical therapy? It takes forever to get there. It takes forever in the office because sometimes they weren't on time. And you just sitting there, it just sucks up time. So your calendar is filled with these things that some days it's like, oh, yay. And other things it's like, oh, God, help me. I need a break. You know, sometimes I think for mothers that, um, 
What am I trying to say? See, I had this problem last night, but there's so much I want to share with you and I'm hoping that I could express it okay. There, there are some moms who have been so attacked these last few months. Mothering has become so hard. The enemy has been after you. You may not have been loved like you should by your husband. You may not have been supported by your family and friends like you were supposed to. Some of you have been abandoned, you know. That's why it's so important to know Jesus' love. Because I, I, I want to tell you, that's why you need a personal touch from him. Remember when you first came to Jesus? We know, we know, right? You hear about God, you hear about Jesus, you, you have this knowing that he loves you, right? We know God loves us. But when you came and gave your heart to the Lord, do you remember experiencing Jesus and experiencing his transforming love that says it doesn't matter how much sin, it doesn't matter how hateful I've been, it doesn't matter how angry I've been, how depressed I've been, it doesn't matter how sinful I've been, the love of the Lord just comes on you and it's like a song, it's like a bomb. It changes everything. He wants you to have an experience of his love that changes everything again while you are mothering and you're being plucked at and picked at. You know, um, there was... Sometimes I wonder if I should go certain places. I have to think, think, take a moment and think, right? And, and see. But I think I'm going to skip something because I just don't think that's exactly where I want to go with that. But the love of Christ is security. Some of you are looking for security in your children. Some of you are looking for security in your job. Some of you are looking for security in your spouse. Some of you are looking for security in all kinds of other places. Maybe you're the greatest PTA mom, and it validates you and gives you so much. But you have to find your security in Christ. You have to find all your hope and security in Christ. You have to experience a real experience of love and stop walking around the house going, I know he loves me, but why is this happening? I know he loves you. Well, I, you have to stop and say, oh God, I need to be strengthened. I need for the power of God to come and touch me right now so that I can be the mother, the woman, the person that you are asking me to be. You have to stop looking for security in these other things. And you've got to know for yourself the extravagant dimensions of Christ's love for you. You got to reach out and you got to get it. No more playing around. No more letting time slip by. And I know exactly what I'm talking about when I say this. Yesterday, I needed to get some last minute Mother's Day things done. I tell you, I did everything else, and all of a sudden, it was 4 o'clock. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I need flowers. I need to get some flowers ordered and delivered. Everywhere online, the earliest delivery date was going to be Tuesday. How could I mess this up? This is important. It's for my mother. I never forget my mother on Mother's Day. Never. I can't always be with her, but I love my mother. 
and I believe she deserves a card. I believe she deserves flowers. I believe that I will reap that. Hear that, Sierra? Tell your brother. I believe I will reap that, you know, as time comes, you know, but I don't do it for the reaping. I do it because it's the right thing to do. And not all of you have children that will do the right thing by you. It's been a long time since, for some of you, since your children have done the right thing by you. And children, if that's you, you better repent and you better ask God's forgiveness. I know relationships can be strained. That's not what I'm talking about. Ask God to help you honor and respect your parents. Ask God to help you love your parents the way that he intends for them to be loved. Some of you mothers, some of you will have changing experiences and you're up and down and it affects the way you mother. So you may need to do a little asking to, for some repair because I feel at my heart some relationships here need significant repair, and the Lord wants to do that for you. Now, why be filled up to the fullness, fullness of God? Fullness. I mean, up my own words. Um, he talks about that he wants you to be filled and flooded with God Himself. I had to stop and think about that. Filled and flooded. Who has ever experienced a flood in their house, in their basement, somewhere that water was just seeping in and it just seemed like the end of the world because it's going to ruin everything? Not so with the Lord. He wants you to be filled and flooded. And I'm going to ask you today because it stopped me in my tracks. What are you filled and flooded with? What are you allowing yourself to consume you every day, moms, every night? Think about it. I had to think. It was like I'm busy trying to remember what I'm trying to do. I'm at that age now. I walk into a room, and I go, I just, I just have to do this, the side-to-side, like, blank look, and it still doesn't come to me. And then I got to walk into another room and I'm go, I do 50 things there. And then I finally remember. That reminds me, I went up, my husband gave me some coasters this morning that for Mother's Day that uh, made me crack up. This coaster here says, I came, I saw, I forgot what I was doing. I retraced my steps, got distracted on my way back, have no idea what's going on, and now I have to pee. That is my life. Thank you for that, PK. It's good when you know your husband understands you and gets you. Chapter and verse. So you have to be filled and flooded. What is it that you're filled and flooded with? What is it that you are allowing to fill and flood? What is it that you're making an excuse for to say, this is okay because I have to do it. The kids have to be here. No, you are going to have to make some changes. You are going to have to take some time to get with Jesus. You need to know the extravagant dimensions of his love, and you need to stop making excuses with busy work, trying to think that that's the thing that's going to make you feel better, and you come completely wiped out at night, completely depleted, completely empty, completely exhausted. You have got to make some changes. 
Now, I don't want you to be overwhelmed because some of you are saying, I really, I don't really understand how I can make these changes. I don't know how to do it. The schedule is the schedule. The kids gotta be at school, right? The kids need to get to sports, right? The kids need to get to church, right? There's so many, you need to get to work. Like some things are non-negotiable. They get done, they have to get done. Mom has to do it, right? You're the mom, I'm the mom. So here's how, verse 20. Now to him who is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly more than all we dare to ask or think or infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes, or dreams according to his power that is, work, that is at work within us. Now to him, not you, not the calendar, not the schedule, not your husband, not your children, Stop putting it on your children. Have you made your children an excuse? I used to, I used to love it when somebody would ask me to do something and I really didn't want to and be like, oh, the kids, the kids. Oh, I would, but the kids, I'm so tired. You know, now to him, now to Jesus, who is able to carry out his purpose, whether you have to be at work, he's still able to carry out the purpose. Whether you have to take the kids to school, he's still working out a purpose in your life. But you've got to take the time to get flooded so you know what that is. So when your best friend calls and say, oh, I'm having a birthday party, and we have like, you know, the hundred things that you could never have, that you can't afford, and you start comparing, you've got to be flooded with Jesus and be able to say, but that's okay because I actually can't make it. I got some Jesus time I got to get to. Nobody wants to miss out on all the fun, but I'm telling you, you have to say no to some things and you have to get yourself flooded and filled with the love of the Lord. You've got to know the extravagance of it. Some of you only know the tip of it. You don't know what extravagant is. Some of you have never seen extravagance. We see it on TV. We're very wealthy people. And even then, that has nothing to do with the extravagance that the Lord is talking about. Do you know the extravagant dimensions of the Lord's love? If your answer is no, you need to go home and take some serious time and ask the Lord to show you knowing that it's him who is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly. I had to look up super. I said, let me look up super. Above in position, over, above and beyond, more than, excessively, exceeding the norm, surpassing in power, all sizes. Who needs that? I'm sorry, Adam. Who needs a touch like that? Who needs that type of super abundance. Who needs, who has a vivid, like I can imagine, if you tell me to ask, think, dream, I could dream. Um, many years ago, my husband, he uh, attended here when it was a little assembly of God. When we got married, we got married here. My children were baptized here. We ministered here. And, um, you know, just a beautiful time. And now, now where was I going? See, see what I mean? Where was I going with this? What did, what did I start out before that? Super. Super. See? This coaster was my life. So, 
We'll just move, we'll just move with it. Super above all. Super above all. I just want to, that's what I'm saying, who needs that type of super abundant touch? Who needs that abundance in their lives? Who needs to know what that even looks like? Oh, I know what I was going to say. I'm a vivid dreamer and a vivid imagination. When we were here and I was the choir director, I would ask the most impossible things. I, I didn't know better. I didn't know better. Um, I was a choir director in Rhode Island too, very young. God opened up the doors for me. And I would ask impossible things. Say, can we like close off the back of the church? I'm gonna have the twin brothers. One's gonna represent God. They're gonna both both dressed in white. The other one's gonna carry the cross down. We need to make sure the children, oh, we need lighting. Lighting takes money. Oh, we, we'll just, you know, we'll go to Home Depot. We'll, we'll put it all together. I would ask for crazy stuff. Who knows how to make something that looks like blood? Who knows how to, we get the, right? Cause you know, throwing the crowns and all like that. And I would get it. I would get it. I would ask people would say, they're never going to agree. They're never, but God would give me a vision and I would ask, I tell you the truth. I can dream of big grandeur. I could dream of blessing. I can vision it. Can you? Right? It's, it's limited. It's so limited to the resource that Jesus has for you. It's so limited to the abundance that you think you know. It's so limited to what you can ask, think, or imagine. It can't even enter your mind. Did you ever think about that? It doesn't even enter my mind. How super abundant that I can ask for stuff from the Lord. Not just to make you wealthy, not just to make you rich, but that you can experience his love, that you can have the help that you need. Your children are watching. Your children are watching. They're watching the mother who says, I'm tired all the time. I was one of those mothers. My kids will tell you. I was always on the couch. I was always so tired. I was fighting depression. And I, I felt like... Um, and at the same time, I had them enrolled in everything because I didn't want them to miss out on the experiences. I'd be tired going to baseball. I'd be tired going to soccer. I'd be tired going to Girl Scouts. I was tired going to Boy Scouts. I was tired of the field, tired of the field trip. Notice I didn't say going on the field trip. I was tired of the field trips. And, um, you know, just everything that it takes to, to be functioning as a mother God can give you more than what you ask, think, dream, or imagine. I'm going to ask the worship team to come. And I, I hope that this blessed you today. I didn't get to touch on verse 21, but verse 21 says, Glory to God in the church. Glory to God in the Messiah and Jesus Glory down, this is the message. Glory down all the generations. Glory through all millennia. Oh yes, I love that in the, the message. Oh yes, glory be to God. Glory be to God that he could help you, that he could meet you. And I, I love verse 21 because you know why? It mentions the generations that stopped me in my tracks. Glory to God. Glory to the Messiah, who is Jesus. 
glory, the message says, glory down all the generations. That's how I heard it in my mind, glory down all the generations. But he has a plan for you. He has a plan for your children, your great-grandchildren, your great-greats, and so on and so on and so on. You know how the plan gets to manifest itself when you are filled and flowing with God's love and your children see that mom is tired. I get, I could, I think my daughter can attest to this. She could see that I was tired. There were things that they were missing out on. That mom, can we go, our friends, can we have friends over? My answer would be no, I'm tired. And then I'd be asleep on the couch. And um, I had a snack drawer. So if they got hungry, just pull out the drawer. It was bad, it got bad. But I hope, my hope is that my daughter could say, I knew my mother loved me, that it's unmistakable love. I know my mother prays for me, and I do. It's unmistakable love. I know she doesn't have it in her, but it's Jesus who overflows me sometimes because I take the time to say, I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do this thing called mothering. My daughter goes to Bible school. My son does not serve the Lord. That's my son who I almost miscarried and we prayed and we prayed and we prayed. I called my mom. My mom is a praying, praying precious woman. I learned how to pray for my mother who would be down on her knees when I was little and I thought she was talking in Spanish. <laughs> she was speaking in tongues, speaking under the anointing and the unction of the Holy Spirit. And I would come and I would get by her. Now I may not be able to get back up, so I need help. Um, I get by her and I just nestle my head into her and I would just Listen, sometimes, let me move back. Sometimes the love that your children will experience is because you were praying. Sometimes that extravagant dimensional love will come through because they see you're praying. Sometimes they know how hard it is and how hard they make it for you and yet they see you get down in your knees and seek Jesus and get overflowed. One last, one last thing I wanna mention my mother today. She was a single mom raising us. I was born in Brooklyn and was raised in Queens. Um, and it was hard. It was hard. We didn't have a lot of money. We lived in the projects. There was a lot of times that we we're believing the Lord for things, but we were happy. Me and my sister, we were so happy. We knew things were hard at times, but my mother loved us. My mother would play board games with us. She'd play a card game with us. She would just, you know, everything. We ate dinner at eight o'clock at night. I didn't know until I came like to New England that that's like not a thing. <sighs> But it's because we didn't have a car, so she would get off of work, take the bus, several stops. And in her heels, she always said, I look like my mother today. In her heels, walk all the way. I mean, several city blocks to get to our building. Sometimes she'd stop at the store, so she would have these 
grocery bags. And back then, actually, I'm going like this. Back then, it wasn't the plastic grocery bags. It was the paper bags. So, you know, in your heels, two arms full of grocery bags. Get home and she'd have the rest. And then she'd cook and we'd watch TV. I knew my mother loved us. But when she came to know the Lord, things really changed. I got to see the extravagance of love. I got to see the Lord pour his spirit out on her and change her. I got to see her stop smoking. And my mother was, my mother was so beautiful. I got to see her praying on her knees. I got to see her sing in the choir. I got to see her pray over people. I got to see her travel as a missionary to different countries. The extravagant love can change generations. I'm here today because of my mother's extravagant love. Not how she loved me, but because of the love of the Lord that she experienced, it trickled down. It trickles down through the generations. I got to see her for the first time in two years because of COVID at Christmas time. And then she came, spent a week and a half with me in March. She is the same mother who will pray for you and now my, her grandchildren in a moment. She tells me every night I pray for Kyle and Sierra. Every night we pray. And it doesn't surprise me because every night my mother was having extravagant love bestowed upon her from the father. As tired as she was, dinner at eight, finished cleaning by nine. She's on her knees crying out to the Lord saying, I need your help. I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord. I can't do it all on my own. I can't afford it all on my own. I need the power. I need the help. I need the direction of God. I need you, Jesus. And I was listening and I would mimic. I would try to say what she was saying in the spirit. I was talking Spanish. I was talking Spanish. And I would pray, Jesus can't do it. I need you, Jesus. Can't do it on my own, Jesus. It trickles down through the generations. My daughter goes to Bible school now. What a blessing. It trickles down through the generations. My son, although he doesn't serve the Lord, I know that's not going to be the, how his life ends. I know that. I know that. I'm not even like, oh, I kind of hope. I know. God gave me that child. I pray for him, and I'm going to let the love, the extravagant love of Jesus trickle down. You know, if you need that extravagant love, I want, why, why don't we stand? Have you all stand? If, if you're able to, if you're not able to stand, no pressure, no judgment here. If you want to sit, that's fine. I want to pray for you, for the mothers. I want to pray. If you need prayer today and you're comfortable with it, come here to the front. If you're a mother, grandmother, auntie, someone who is caring for children, come. And if you're like, you know what, that's just a step too far for me. I, I'm really just uncomfortable with that. That's fine. 
you could stay where you are, but I want, I want to pray for you. And then we're going to worship the Lord. There's a song that's been on my heart. I've been singing this song for weeks. I've been praying for you for weeks. I have been praying for you for weeks. I have been praying. Some of you need to know God. You were wondering, does anybody ever pray for me? Does anybody ever consider me? Does anybody ever think of my needs? I've been praying for you. I've been praying for you. I've been praying for you. I've been praying for the mamas here that God would touch you and give you the touch that you need to be the mother that you're longing to be. Jesus, I just pray and I thank you for each one who has come forward and those who are sitting, but their hearts are crying out, God, I need you. God, I need you. God, I need you. I pray, Lord God, that you would come and touch them by the power of your Holy Spirit even now, Lord God, to change the impossible, to change the personality, to infuse their hearts and minds with extravagant, all the dimensions of your extravagant love. Lord God, I pray, Lord, where there has been loss and hurt, your extravagant love will pour in to these mamas. Lord, where there has been deception and pain, you will pour in. Where there has been disrespect, rolled eyes, talk back. Why can't I think of the word? I'm going to say earphones, but that's not anymore. Airpods? Is that right? Airpods? I don't know. In the ear while you're chauffeuring everyone everywhere. They're not even talking to you. In Jesus' name, I pray, God, that you would give these moms the power, Lord God, to express extravagant love, but also to receive extravagant love, that their children would see them. Lord, praying doesn't matter what has happened in the past. It happens, it matters what happens now. I pray, Lord, that you would fill their hearts, their souls. You hear their cry. You know their needs. You feel their burdens. And you are able to do exceedingly super abundantly beyond what they can ask, think, or imagine. There is no need that is too hard for you. There is no need that is too hard for you. There is nothing that you can't do and won't do for these moms. They're in such a beautiful, special, unique position of authority to be life changers. Let your anointing come and break yokes. Let your anointing come and bring fervor to say, I'm going to make a change. I'm going to know this extravagant dimension of Lord. I'm going to stop being filled up with all kinds of junk, all kinds of self. Rebuke that in Jesus' name. And be filled with the love of Christ, flooded with the love of Christ. Flood them, Lord, today with your love when they leave here and face relationships that are challenging, that they will know, know God has heard me. He is flooding me with his love today. I will be able to endure this because he's going to do super abundantly more than I can ask or imagine. I thank you, Lord. You know their hearts. You know their needs. You know everything that they need. And I pray, Lord, that you meet all their needs today. In Jesus' name, amen. Worship the Lord. If he's been good to you, don't run. This song, Weeks, I believe the Lord is going to really meet you here. Just sing.
this sweet song with us. Thank you again for being with us today. To listen to our messages, follow us on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. And go to ne-cc.org for all news, events, and updates. Thank you and God bless.